This is Texas Soccer Radio. Texas Soccer Radio. This is Texas Soccer Radio. This is Texas Soccer Radio. Esto es Texas Soccer Radio. This is Texas Soccer Radio. Happy Wednesday, everybody. My name is Kyle Mankey. Uh, Larry Weathers is off tonight uh, for this special bonus episode of Texas Soccer Radio. Um, for this episode, we reached out or we chatted with um, our friends up with Dallas Soccer Show. Uh, we sent them some questions for their show and they sent us some questions uh, for our show or reverse, man. It's late, I you know, <laughs> but you can you can uh, check out the other half of this conversation by going to DallasSoccerShow.com or following those guys on Twitter at DallasSoccerShow uh, minus the E in soccer. Um, but uh, super nice guys, and they gave us some good insight about the club and uh, about how things are going in 2018 for them. So. Uh, hope you enjoy this little chat from their end, and uh, we will be back with a regular episode Thursday night on Periscope, 9 p.m. Central Time, and of course the podcast version is always available uh, Friday mornings, everywhere podcasts are available, TexasSoccerRadio.com. Um, thank you to Roughneck Scarves for sponsoring the podcast, and uh, Beautiful Game Network for taking care of us, and uh, letting us be part of the fam over there. So, uh, roughneckscarves.com for all your needs there. And uh, you can check out our beautiful game network page at texassoccerradio.com. Uh, so, here's the Dallas Soccer Show. Uh, thanks for listening. Howdy. It's the Dallas Soccer Show. This is Tristan Vick, joined by Dustin. How's it going, guys? It's the taxi cab confession version. We're in Dustin's Volkswagen uh, Beetle. And so if you hear something uh, running and rattling, it's his diesel engine that's about to break. All right. So So we're just, the reason being is we just finished uh, watching the FC Dallas versus LAFC game. And this is the only time we could really get together to to record this. So apologies if you hear the air conditioning in the background or my car starts rolling into the driveway. Or if we get mugged and attacked. We have had a string of robberies in my neighborhood, so. (laughs) So, um... We, uh, we're going to answer a couple questions that, that uh, the Texas Soccer Radio guys sent us about FC Dallas. So let's go ahead and start get started. So Tristan, how are you feeling overall about FC Dallas's MLS season so far? I'm feeling an 8 out of 10, primarily because we have a very good defense that can be improved which makes MLS a unique league in that you can have a good defense that still needs improvement and it still be one of the best in the league. So I'm really excited about our defense, but I'm also very excited about the wealth of attacking options we have up front. So I'm, I'm an 8 out of 10. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I would say that I am uh, pleasantly surprised by the season so far. After last season, we had... We were doing really well, and then we just kind of tanked. And this season was supposed to be kind of like a rebuilding year for us. Um, and they completely re-overhauled the defense. We've got three new guys in the back line playing together for the first time. And lo and behold, after tonight, we're in first place in the Western Conference. Um, so, yeah, I'm 
really, really pleasantly surprised by the way this season's going so far. What's your number out of 10? Number out of 10, I'd say 7.76. Okay. <laughs> There's Dustin being cheeky. Cheeky. The next question that we wanted to answer for your listeners was about the style of play that you will see from FC Dallas. Well, um, I will just say that we could tell you that, but it would give away the entire game plan. Um, <laughs> I, I would say that it really does depend on on the week and the personnel and the um, the opponent. We've seen a range of, of things coming from Oscar Pereja this season. Uh, most re- most recently, he's been sticking with a four three three, but before that, we've seen you know we I think we've even seen like a three five two one one, and um, you know we've seen him play very counter attacking football where they'll sit back in a four four two and 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 absorb pressure and then go forward. They went around the road like uh, again like we did against New England, um, and then we've we've also done. Uh, some really rather possession-based um, games. And so it really just depends on who we're playing, who's available, and uh, what Oscar sees in the game footage or the, the game prep for the for the next game. Um, so I think for the Open Cup, he's going to go with either a back three or a makeshift back four, uh, primarily because we don't have a very strong right-back position that would make sense. We have a young right back, Reggie Cannon, who's played basically every minute of the league this year. So I would suspect he gets the night off. We were watching, we sit on the side that he plays in the second half. And tonight after the game, he just like collapsed when the final whistle whistle went. Cause you could just tell he was gassed after a midweek game in LA last week. And they played in Toronto. I think he's pretty gassed. So I doubt he makes the trip down to San Antonio. That being said, um, it would there's not really like a clear backup for him. So if he plays, I guess we could put a guy Ryan Hollingshead who kind of just plays wherever back there. Um, and then we play. We have a couple other people at left back. As far as offensively, I think Dustin's right. We kind of make it make do with whatever personnel we have. But with Paxton, we'll probably play like a lone striker up top, and then have probably three midfielders behind him with maybe like one holding midfielder. I could see us doing something like that. Uh, or sorry, with two holding midfielders. So I could see like a 4-2-3-1 probably with um, Paxton playing or... That's Paxton Pomicole. Right. Um, Dustin likes to pronounce last names. Well, I just... these. these oh, yeah. well... They're probably not familiar with, with these. The Paxton's this little short white dude from Louisville, Texas... Who um, he's like seventeen or eighteen? Um, he might start. I don't know. I hope he does. Um, and then we have a guy, Christian Coleman, who's actually one of our higher-paid players, who probably will start as a forward. Um, that's probably what I would expect. A four-two-three-one. All right. So um, most people, most people know who Kellen Acosta. And Jesse Gonzalez are, but who are some of the other key players for the club? Um, we we have a lot of, I guess, players who are relatively important to what we're trying to do. Um, Who's our captain? Our captain is Matt Hedges. 
who's also well, I mean, the captain switches from week to week. Um, there's no set captain, um, but most of the time it's Matt Hedges, who's uh, the 2016 MLS Defender of the Year. Um, pretty solid guy. He's had some national team call ups, um, but we've also got uh, Moro Diaz, who is our I guess he in a four. When we play a four-two-three-one, he plays center attacking mid. Uh, but uh, lately, he's been kind of a, a left midfield, lefter mid. He's been a left midfielder, um, but he's kind of our playmaker. He's our, our number ten, um, and he, he likes to feed long through balls to, to players like Maxi Arudi, who's kind of our go-to striker. Um, but yeah, those are, that's probably I'd, who I'd say are our key players. Do you have any? I think the most important player right now for FC Dallas is probably Mario Diaz, but I would expect on Wednesday the most important player to be is whoever is in goal. Uh, this is kind of an out. We have a weird goalie situation with we have a guy that played for a number of years for the New York Cosmos. And he started the season, but our first choice keeper was injured. He's like this 23-year-old kid. And that 23-year-old kid, Jesse Gonzalez, needs some time. So I would imagine that at least on Wednesday, Jesse gets the start. But if not, it's a guy named Jimmy Maurer. I would He's going to be a really good keeper. Um, so I would say it's the keeper right now but just because we've had such a good defense. So I'll go with that. Gotcha. Um, and so it's, let's see, we kind of touched on this a little bit already. Um, you think we'll see a full strength squad on Wednesday? If not, what changes do we predict? Uh, the, no. Um, no we've, full strength squad. No. Now, this is kind of tricky, though, because in the preseason, we played y'all, uh, we played at San Antonio FC and we threw out a reserve squad and lost to y'all. Um, so, you know, we can't go too, too out of the blue on this. Um, but I think we'll see some good rotation just because we've had such a fissure congestion, like Tristan mentioned earlier, with the you know three games and seven days or something like that. Eight days. Eight. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I think <laughs> I think we'll see. I think we'll see. Um, like Tristan said, Paxton Pomacall. I think we'll see. You'll see um, Jacory Hayes play, who has had a pretty good season so far. He's kind of one of the other pleasant surprises of the season. He's, uh, um, I think this is his second year with FC Dallas out of college and um, really, really coming on strong and putting on some good performances. So um, I think he'll be in the midfield. And I think that, I think for me, he'd be my key key player for FC Dallas. So Yeah, Jacory's good. I would say you will see like a two-thirds strength squad. You'll have a strong attack. Like I said, a really deep in attack. The defense could be meh. But the offense is going to be really strong. Gotcha. Okay. Um, one thing that you'd want San Antonio FC fans to know about FC Dallas, Tristan. So we have to agree on this because if we both say something, then that's two things. That's a good point. Um, I've, we'll just go with whatever you say. How about that? Okay. Well, then that <laughs> means you get to do the last one. Okay. Um, no, I want to do the last one, so you do this one. Um, this is a tough thing. I mean, because we see 
we see FC Dallas, you know, on a daily basis. And so it's kind of hard to whittle it down to one. If I was telling somebody who didn't know about FC Dallas, um, something that, that, that I would want them to know, I would say that, that, um, and I'm just going to steal, uh, something that Tristan says all the time. I'm, I think that we're a really good squad. I think, um, the, the club has some problems in the front office and with the tenants. And so it's, it's kind of like we, we've got this great squad that just kind of gets wasted on, on, uh, not having a good showings for the, uh, in the fan department. I mean, we've got some pretty good, um, supporters groups and you know, they do a great job, but as far as getting butts in seats, it's just kind of, kind of not there. And even, even when we were winning supporter shields and, and uh, making MLS Cup runs. So it's kind of disappointing. All right. Yeah, that's sad. Good club, meh, attendance and marketing. So, all right. Last one before we wrap it up. Um, obviously, no one likes a team that is being moved, but are you excited about a potential new in-state rival in Austin? So I am actually a San Antonio native. I well, I was born in Lubbock, but I lived most of my life in San Antonio. I'm a big Spurs fan. Love Spurs. Love San Antonio. So when I remember when we were trying to get an MLS team for a really long time. We've probably like every mayor we've had has been like, we're gonna get an MLS team in San Antonio. And it like never happens. And that's okay. Uh I don't think San Antonio is more than like a two sport town when it comes to top level professional sports. Like I think we're a Spurs town. But that being said, uh, I don't feel like Dallas and Austin have much of a rivalry. Like, I don't feel like Austin even knows that Dallas exists beyond when they have to connect on flights through their airport. And so, no, we're not excited. We like the Houston rivalry. We don't really have time for the other ones. Um, if you asked me and most Dallas fans, they would probably wish that there would wasn't a team moving to Austin just because... I think we kind of like the idea of teams being embedded in a city and a community and staying there. Um, FC Dallas is weird because we've been, we started out as the Dallas Burn in 96 with the original MLS at the Cotton Bowl, which is in downtown Dallas or near downtown Dallas. So right by the, like the main urban part of Dallas. And then we, well, we like we moved out of this 60,000 seat stadium we moved to South Lake, Texas, which is like, if you're thinking of San Antonio, this is like moving to Bernie. It's very far outside of the city of Dallas. It's way north of Fort Worth. And we played in a high school football stadium for a few years. And then we moved 30 miles back east towards Frisco, in Frisco, at the current home. So, like, we've had three homes of this, the team so far, and we're pretty much permanently stationed now here in Frisco. So, like, it's really hard to embed within the community when that happens. And so I think it's... I'm not very excited. I don't think there will be a very big rivalry just because we've had such a good one with Houston. And honestly, if, if they did move, the rivalry would be defined by, like, how good the matches are. Like, the LAFC and LA Galaxy rivalry was, like, awesome now because of that first Zlatan game when he just, like, destroys everything. So, I think it depends on the matches. I don't know. But I'm not in favor of them moving. It makes American sports look really dumb, I think. There you have it. 
Yep. All right. Well, um, yeah, we're, we're very excited about the match on Wednesday. It'll give us something to do once our kids go to bed. So it'll be exciting to watch. Uh, I'm, I think it's probably going to be like YouTube or something. So tune in in the match, see who the starting lineups are. I'm uh, a season ticket holder of FC Dallas, so I'll be rooting for them. But my heart is very close with San Antonio. I've got friends that played for the club. So I'm hoping it's a good match and hope everybody enjoys it. Yep. Thanks for having us on, and thanks for telling us a little bit about F- uh, San Antonio FC. And uh, we'll catch you later, guys. Bye-bye.